It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Miami Dolphins are in town, and it's week two of the preseason. We're here to get you ready for tonight's showdown with Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire here with you guys on Friday, August 17th. We are knee-deep into week two of the preseason now. A few games taking place on Thursday, including the quote-unquote Super Bowl rematch that happened between the Eagles and the Patriots that was won by the Patriots. But it is Friday, and the Panthers are ready to go, so we're here to get you guys squared away and ready to go for tonight's showdown with the fish, as it were. Uh, For you, anybody that's new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, Glad you can join us. Uh, A little bit about myself real quick. I'm in my second season covering the Carolina Panthers for Panthers Wire, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. I also cover the Cincinnati Bengals in kind of the same aspect for Bengals Wire, so covering a couple teams there. I also used to do some fantasy football work and some football in general work uh, a few years ago with uh, Bleacher Report and a site called Dynasty Sports Empire, kind of one of the sites where I got my start, really. Uh, And I also do some college basketball work as well. I do a little bit of bracketology posts for those that are kind of interested in that. So, you know, just a little extra stuff outside of football to kind of look forward to, you know, especially with the season only about three months away. Uh, So if you're like a Duke fan or North Carolina fan, that's something you could – check me out with as well. And of course, you can always follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. So let's jump into it. Panthers, Dolphins tonight. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Dolphins on Wednesday's episode. This is just going to be more kind of what to look forward to or kind of some things that I'm looking forward to in tonight's game. Obviously, being week two of the preseason, you're going to see the starters a little bit more. Let's take, for example, some of the three games that we saw yesterday, or at least uh, the game I mostly watched last night, the Eagles and the Patriots. You saw Tom Brady out there for pretty much the entire first quarter. Uh, and Nick Foles played for about a quarter and a half. You know, they did want to see Nate Sudfeld in there. A little bit more, especially with the ones. But if, you know, and it's hard to say, you know, with with different teams, if it's any indication. But you have to think that Cam Newton's going to be out there uh, a little bit. We saw him play two series last week in the preseason opener. And like I talked about on, on a previous episode, you generally don't see starting quarterbacks play more than a series in the preseason opener. Typically, it's one and done. Um, In some cases, some of the starting quarterbacks didn't even play at all. Um, I think Joe Flacco was an example. Alex Smith was an example. You know, there there was a few of them. 
But in Cam Newton's case, he played two series. So for this week, I'm going to expect at least a quarter, quarter and a half. I don't know if he's going to go the full first half, though, because you do have the quarterback, the backup quarterback battle still going on. And I think you're going to want to see those guys a little bit more uh, between Garrett Gilbert and Taylor Heineke. I think, you know, especially with next week being the dress rehearsal and the week that you're really going to see Cam Newton, I think this is going to be, you know, in week four as well when you're figuring out like the final spots. But th this is another week too that I think you're really going to want to kind of focus on that backup spot. So I would I would venture to guess middle of the second quarter at the latest uh, Cam Newton is going to get pulled. But it, it should at least give him some time to continue to work in the new offense, you know, continue to get comfortable with North Turner schemes, uh, continue to build rapport with some of the new receivers, you know, build with Jarris Wright, build with Torrey Smith. So just that continued development and ho hopefully some increased confidence uh, or even a guy like DJ Moore, get him a little more involved with the ones as well. You know, it it's just more time to just tinker with stuff. You know, I, I can't imagine they've really done much game planning. I think it's likely just a lot of concepts that you're just trying to nail down. You're really just trying to practice some stuff, see what you have, see what you don't have. Uh, but that's that's really one of the the major things to look forward to. And then you move to the offensive line. I think that's another another continued area of focus. Um, a guy like Brendan Mahon. We've seen him get first-team reps at left guard. That should continue tonight because, as we know, Tyler Larson has been filling in at center as the team kind of manages Ryan Khalil's workload in the preseason. So it's been giving, so it's been working twofold as well. You know, Larson's been getting those center snaps, which will be key since he very well could take over at center next season. Um, but it's also giving a guy like Mahon or bringing a guy like Greg Van Rotten, give them first team reps at that guard position or Van Rotten we've seen at tackle at times as well. So, you know, just, just continue to see those guys as well, I think. And then some of the others, you know, will a guy like Jonathan Serlis step up and get himself back into competition? Can someone like Taylor Hearn make kind of a, a late make himself a late entry into the competition as it were so it, it's it's constant juggling it seems you know at, at least in terms of week one because we know when Amini Silatolu is healthy he's like he's going to slot back in there as the starter but right now it's tough to say whether Silatolu is going to be ready for week one so it's so these guys are kind of jockeying for position to at, at least just for the Dallas game and you know hopefully to give them because we, we know too that the the Dallas front line is is pretty good. 
So that that's something I think you have to keep in mind as well uh, in terms of how are you going to best protect Cam Newton and best best help the running game, knowing that you're up against a pretty strong front seven with the Cowboys. And this is, you know, going up against this Miami team now, and when we talked about Miami the other day, um, losing Dominican Sue obviously was a big hit, but they still have some talent on that front line. So I think this is a, a good little test for this offensive line in preparation for the, uh, especially the season opener against Dallas. You know, you've got a couple guys, especially on the edges, obviously Cameron Wake, um, and, and a, a few others in there that I think is going to give them, give this, give this offensive line some quality reps going forward. And then, you know, next week when you play the Patriots, um, again, there's there's some talent there as well on the front line. So at least these next couple weeks are going to be good tests, I think, for for the offensive line. Again, you know, not having Silatolo, so being able to work against some of these solid defensive lines, knowing that you've got one coming in week one. So. That's going to be another thing, I think, to uh, to kind of look forward to, at least in terms of offense. Those are probably the two big things is, you know, the continued development with Newton and some of the new receivers and then just that offensive line production. And then a guy like DJ Moore, we saw him break out. Or, or, or I shouldn't really say break out because we, we knew what he was and he showed what he was at Maryland. Um basically came as advertised in the preseason opener. So looking for him to get some more work, maybe more work with the ones, just to kind of continue to see how he gets integrated into the, or more integrated into the offense. So that's just kind of a quick, my quick thoughts on what I'm looking to, looking forward on offense tonight. Before we jump into the defense, well, I'll go ahead real quick and thank one of our great sponsors, as always, here at the Locked On Network, VividSeats.com. Hey, listen, fans, I'm like you. I'm one of those guys that have been wanting to, always wanting to go to an NFL game, see it live, and I haven't been there in a while. I haven't been to a live game in about 10 years, and I'm sure some of you are like that as well. And you are getting the itch, I'm sure, to get out there to a Panthers game. Well, with Vivid Seats, you have a great opportunity here. Because if you're a new customer, you can give Vivid Seats a shot and save 10% off your first order. That's right, 10% off your first order. All you have to do is go to VividSeats.com or download the Vivid Seats app and use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On. Use that promo code and you get 10% off your first order. And this is a great opportunity if you're eyeing that season opener against the Cowboys or whichever game you're looking forward to. It could be uh, the big showdown later in the season against the Saints. Whatever the case may be, here's your chance to save 10% off the ticket prices over at VividSeats.com. Vivid Seats offers great pricing, and all their orders are confirmed by a 100% guarantee, so you can trust them. Again, go to VividSeats.com or download the app. Use the promo code LOCKEDON 
and save 10% off your first order. Again, this is for new customers, and it's good until the end of August. So you still have about two weeks to take advantage of this great deal. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So continuing on, let's shift gears to the defense. Talk a little bit about them and what to look forward to. First thing that comes to mind is is the rookies, uh, namely uh, Dante Jackson. I almost said Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Boy, remember those days when Deshaun Jackson was a rookie? How long ago that was? Dante Jackson and Rashawn Galden. We saw Jackson get some work with the ones, and I think you're going to continue to see that tonight. And this is another good test. You know, we talked about the O line going up against the Dolphins D line. We look at uh, these young. Uh, secondary players, uh, namely Jackson, Jackson for sure. This this is another good take. You're, you're up against another good group in the the Dolphins wide receivers, as as we talked about the other day. Um, this is the Dolphins team that I think is ready to start breaking Devontae Parker out, especially with moving on from Jarvis Landry. So. You know, how they match up with him, how they handle Kenny Stills as the deep threat. Uh, and you've got Danny Amendola in the slot there. So, you know, a couple ways I think you'll see this defense work. And, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how they match up, how they match up with these receivers. And, you know, how they kind of, how these young guys kind of, react to you know again especially a, a guy like Kenny Stills in the deep as a deep threat and they hang with someone like him knowing that you're going to have a, a bunch of deep threats throughout the season so again another another good test I think uh you look at to the defensive line Vernon Butler played very well last week and if you look at pro football focus Butler was one of those guys that was uh, pretty highly touted for his performance against the Bills by PFF so can he continue to you know obviously it's only one game but here's his chance to kind of continue that positive production knowing and as we talked about too that knowing that this is a bit of a Maybe not necessarily a make or break year, but it's important for him to start to step up because he obviously hasn't shown a whole lot in his first two years, especially being a former first round pick. So him getting off to the right getting off on the right foot this season is gonna be very key for his confidence and the depth of this defensive line, because obviously there's not a whole lot of depth behind 
Kawan Short and Dontari Poe. It's really only Butler, Kyle Love, and probably uh, Kendrick Norton. So being able to have that confidence that you can plug in a guy like Butler after Poe and Short is going to be key for really the entire Panthers defense too. But, you know, again, so him getting off to the right foot, you know, and he has to feel good about about it too, knowing that he hasn't performed as well as he probably could have in his first two years. So he's, he's going to be another guy, I think, to uh, to keep an eye on. And again, I, you know, just looking at the young guys, just kind of filling in depth pieces here. Uh, you look at a guy like Jermaine Carter, for example. You know, how does he continue to develop as the backup line or one of the backup linebackers? You know, can he can he show he can play on special teams? Can he show that he can be one of those reserve linebackers? Same goes for a guy like Andre Smith. You know, the the reasons the Panthers drafted these guys, and then Marquise Haynes. Uh, Haynes has had, for, uh, from what I've heard, Haynes has had a good camp and is showing why he was a, a fourth-round pick, showing why he can be a very good, what's the word I'm looking for, situational pass rusher, because we know he's undersized. He's not going to be an every-down defensive end, but he could be one of those guys that can come in on third down when you need a sack, and he can get after it. You know, as I've said before, Haynes was a guy I saw at the Senior Bowl, and his get-off was fantastic. He was one of the top guys in terms of getting off the line of scrimmage and attacking the ball. Um, offhand, really, the only guy I could think of that I was more impressed with his get-off was Shaquem Griffin. And really, no one was touching Griffin in that sense because that kid was flying. But Marquise Haynes held his, well, held his own very well, especially on one-on-ones. So... He'll be another guy I'll have my eye on this week, especially on defense. And just real quick, you know, I should mention, too, on offense, Ian Thomas. Uh, hoping he continues to have what's been a very good camp for him as well. So, really, it's a lot of the young guys that you're you're keeping an eye on, at least, you know, for, for me personally. Because the defense itself, like, we're pretty much set. Uh, but, step, but real quick, too, stepping away from the young guys... Uh, Kevon Seymour. Um, we talked how surprising it was how deep into the game he played last week. You typically don't see starters, you almost very rarely see starters at that, playing into the fourth quarter of the first preseason game, really into the fourth quarter of any preseason game, let alone the first one, because you, you you typically don't see player starters play in the fourth quarter of the third preseason game, the dress rehearsal. So seeing Seymour still out there that late in the game raised a little bit of eyebrows, I think. So what's his workload going to be tonight? Is he going to is he going to get the start? Is he going to rotate with Dante Jackson? Is he going to play deep into the game again like last week? What what's the issue here? What's are they just looking to get him reps? So 
I, I, I think that's a, that's certainly a question that has to be answered, and I think we'll get a good shot there as well. And then um, just some of the, like I said, some of the other young guys, especially in the secondary, Corn Elder, continuing to uh, to recover from his injury. He's he's another guy that's had a good camp, so can he come in and at least vie for a backup corner roll or backup nickel roll? You know, so hoping hoping he can uh, hoping he can step up a little bit as well. But overall, you know, just again continuing to build in the system, but you know, especially on offense, uh, just working in the new system, hoping to see. You know, we saw Christian McCaffrey utilized quite a bit more than seemingly he was all season. So looking forward to seeing more out of him and just looking forward to, you know, in, you know, say at the linebackers, Shaq Thompson, excited to watch more of him, especially knowing that a lot of eyes are going to be on him, especially the first four weeks of the regular season without Thomas Davis. And again, from the, from the Dolphins perspective, um, you know, going up against those receivers, going up against a running back like Kenyon Drake, so that'll be a good test for uh, for this defense. You know, granted, Drake certainly isn't the talent that Ezekiel Elliott is that they'll see in Week One, but again, it's it's good that you'll have someone as talented as Drake. You know, it's not like they're facing some scrub in a couple weeks in advance. So facing a guy like Drake will at least give give them some good looks as they get ready again. You know, for the season opener and um, even when they play, even when they get into the the division games, you've got obviously good running backs there. Of course, you don't see the Saints until Week 15, so it's going to be a while till you see a guy like Alvin Kamara, but you know, even playing the Eagles in say week seven when you gotta go up against JHI. So So again, it's it's really I mean it's it's obviously taking what you can get, but at least you're getting quality reps against quality opponents. And then even next week when you play the Patriots, obviously they have the stable of running backs. Uh, James White scored a touchdown last night against the Eagles, so I, I think that's that. That's the important thing here is just how they do against a lot of these, a lot of these talented players. Again, knowing that you're facing the likes of, and and like and like I said before, it's not like I'm saying Kenyon Drake is as good or better than Ezekiel Elliott. It's just getting those reps against a good running back to hopefully give them a little bit of confidence that they can do the same against Zeke Elliott in Week One. Or the or their receivers like Michael Gallup, like uh, Tavon Austin. So it's it's just building that week one confidence is really what it's all about. So hopefully they go out and perform well. Um, not gonna sit here and make a prediction because it's it'd be pretty funny to make a make a prediction. I uh, really the 
the important thing is they come out of this game as healthy as possible, uh, especially with still, what, three weeks before the regular season. So that's that's the big thing I'm hoping for is no injuries, and hopefully that's what we're reporting on tomorrow when we recap the game. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And speaking of the game, uh, just the broadcast information for today. Uh, you could find it on Panthers TV locally with Mick Nixon and Mike Rucker on the call. You can also find the replay on NFL Network tomorrow, um, August 18th at 6.30 a.m., at least the first replay of it. If you're listening to it on the radio, 11.10 a.m. WBT. You can also, if you're outside of the Panthers television market, you, of course, can get NFL Game Pass and stream the game live if you so choose. And again, uh if you missed the game live, you can catch the replays on uh, NFL Network. Like I said, the first one's at 6.30 a.m. And then you can check the schedule for the the rest of the replays for this game. As far as uniforms, blue jerseys and white pants. Again, they'll be wearing the, the blue tops for the, the two home preseason games. So breaking out the... The Blue Boys for the first time this week. And it's crazy to think after tonight, the preseason is already halfway over. It'll be two down and two to go as we inch ever so closer to the start of the regular season, which is, what, less than three weeks away now from the start of the the whole regular season, and then a little over three weeks, of course, till the Panthers opener on September 9th. So inching ever so close. I mean, and if you're a college fan, it's even closer. The first college games actually kick off next Saturday, August 25th. And then things really get going on August 30th, that being the first full weekend of college football. We might dip a little bit into the college game as well. Look at some of the the Carolina teams and obviously Clemson up there as well. If some of you out there are Clemson fans, so we'll maybe dip into that a little bit as well when the time comes. But in any event, that's it for today. For today, uh, enjoy the game tonight, guys. I know I certainly will. Um, and listen, hey, share your thoughts. You know, if you want to drop me a comment. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, let me know your thoughts on the game. I might even share them on air as well, uh, along with my thoughts. So let, let's get involved. I want you guys to jump in as well and share your thoughts. I mean, this is your team, so make your voices heard. So come on over. Let, let me know your thoughts on either tonight's game or just what you think of the team in general. Again, I'm at 
Twitter or on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R I C C E T T E. Like I said, enjoy the game tonight, guys. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the game, recap what went on, and begin the road to the dress rehearsal against the Patriots. So for now, I've been Bill Rossetti. You've been listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And until next time, take care, my friends, and we'll see you right here on LOP. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.